Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Zero to 100. I'm Zach DeSalvo, and joining me as he always does is Eric Padilla. We've got an awesome show for you guys today, a uh, special all-star edition in honor of the very strange and weird NBA all-star weekend that's going on right now. But we're going to kind of give all the typical um, all-star events a little bit of a twist from from Zero to 100 as we kind of go through them. Padilla, how you doing, man? How was the, uh, how was the weekend down in the coop? You know, it was, it was it was pretty good, man. Uh, like I say every single time, I'm definitely paying for it today. So, <laughs> I mean, I've just been kind of lounge, lounging around, just kind of in and out of sleep. But, you know, woke up, took a shower and ready to get this thing going. The worst thing about those weekends away is like the drive home is always just miserable. There's especially like, I don't know what it is, but there's something about that drive from Portland back to Washington that always feels so painful. Yeah, it's it's not it's it's just long it's just so long but i always feel like there's never any traffic so i yesterday i like my eta said two hours to get down there i got there an hour and a half because there's no traffic and i'm just zooming 80 the whole way and so that's kind of how it was today wow i feel like sunday coming back is always yeah traffic Uh, yeah i mean i left early in the morning so i left around got out of there about nine but you know i had to make a couple pit stops to get some gatorade kind of fuel up a little bit because i was not doing too good did you get your paws on the blue nipple uh or the nipple blue gatorade i did not damn wish wasn't passing him out huh well he did no that guy was being stingy i hope he hears this this guy went out and just started sucking on that thing no he didn't offer anything I was like all right you know what i'll just go do my own thing but i even tried to look for him too at these gas stations nothing Wow, he made such a big deal about getting those, and and to think that it came to that. You hate to see it. All right, everyone, to kick off our all-star our all-star weekend here on the pod, we are going to be giving you guys um, our celebrity all-star teams that me and Padilla have each picked out. So we each picked five celebrity starters and then five players to come off the bench. So I'm going to go first and then Padilla, I'll I'll give you my starters. Padilla will give you his starters and then we'll both read you our bench players. So here you have it. uh, The zero to 100 celebrity all-star teams. So for Zach's team, starting at point guard, the son of Philly, AKA white Jesus, AKA Mr. Long-winded answer, the original pancake and the man with the uh, with the leftward sloping penis. I've got my starting point guard, Little Dicky on Zach's All-Star team. <laughs> starting at guard, a Chicago native, uh, a man with one of the smoothest jumpers to ever grace the White House, husband of Michelle, Mr. 44, Barack Barrio Obama. Starting at the forward spot at the three position, the most interesting man in the NFL, the man your uh, your girlfriend told you not to worry about, the king of the Palouse, the jorts juvenile, the one and only Mississippi mustache, Gardner Minshew at starting forward. At starting power forward in the four spot, this newlywed is on his fifth marriage. He's the owner of the most haunted mansion in the world located in New Orleans. 
and he's the only man to ever steal the Declaration of Independence. That's right, Oscar winner Nicolas Cage. And then last, starting at center, at 6'5", weighing 260 pounds, the great one, the people's champion, the Brahma Bull, the most electrifying man in all of sports, and the man that was able to save the Fast and Furious saga, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. All right, Padilla, what do you got for your starting five for the Celebrity All-Star team? All right, so starting at point guard, he is one-third of the Migos coming from Georgia. He's dating Saweetie. I got Quavo. <laughs> starting at shooting guard, he's the creator of Dreamville. This man is from Germany. And all I got to say is, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. I'm going with J. Cole. At small forward, this man doesn't need an introduction. This man will make men and women's jaws drop. I'm going with Michael B. Jordan. Delicious. At power forward, greatest actor, one of the greatest actors of all time, from Brooklyn, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I'm going with Adam Sandler. And, And at center, I'm going with you. If you go to the paint, this man's gonna choke slam you. Coming from South Carolina, I'm going with seven foot tall WWE superstar, The Big Show. <laughs> That's awesome! Wow. So we each had a we each had WWE star in our uh, in our starting five. That's great. The Rock versus The Big Show. Okay, so read me your just your five guys again and your starters. So I got Quavo, J Cole. Michael B. Jordan, Adam Sandler, and The Big Show. Okay. I got Little Dicky, Barack Obama, Gardner Minshew, Nicolas Cage, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I like, I love the Little Dicky. I didn't think about Little Dicky at all or Barack. Dude, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the clips of Obama, but like that guy can hoop. He, like, oh, he, yeah. He's got, he's, he's, he's good. It was when he was rocking that. He was, he was playing basketball in sweats. Yeah. He and used he to was just, just like balling. invite people over to White House and give them the smoke back in the day. Oh yeah, he's nice. Yeah, he's got a smooth jump. And obviously, Lil Dicky is—he calls himself the fourth ball brother. So that's right. <laughs> so yeah, he learned everything from Lavar. He's—he's he's in the family. He's making his wave. All right, let's get to the bench. So coming off the bench for Team DeSalvo, we've got in the guard position a Puerto Rican raised by in the Bronx, a superstar actress, singer, and dancer. The woman that made the great Michael Wilbon tweet, Lordy. I've got Jenny from the block, Jennifer Lopez coming off the bench. And another person in the guard position, a local legend in Eastern Washington. This man was born in New England and North Carolina, raised in Utah, Toronto, Boston, Portland, Florida, and pretty much any other city that has a winning sports team without LeBron James on the roster. The biggest name in the news industry in Spokane, Washington, Mr. Disney Plus, Alexander Kriseni. In the forward position, the biggest name in sports entertainment and one of the horniest men at ESPN, a.k.a. Screamin' A, a.k.a. Stephen Naismith, the man that gets paid to berate Max Kellerman on live TV, Stephen A. Smith in the forward position. Also got a decent jumper. In the guard position, standing at five foot seven with a voice that stands at six foot five, a former employee of ESPN, lover of heaters, frequent attendant of the lacrosse mitzvah, and king of the heady play, the general of my army and anyone in the Stu Gotts army, the one and only Stu Gotts. And then last man coming off the bench, 
in the forward position, the richest man in the world, soon to be owner of the Seattle Clippers, the shaved head assassin and Seattle City Council's number one enemy, Jeff Bezos. Did you really choose Crescenti? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really chose this guy. He's a, he's a celebrity now. The man's on TV. He makes the cut for the all-star team. Hopefully he's not getting swatted. Good. Like back in the oh, geez. That's a, that's a, that's a good bench. That's a solid bench. I, yeah. Stephen A was up there for me, but I was yep. just like, yeah, I don't really know if I want that loud mouth on the team could just kind of destroy the vibes. I just had to let him make the cut. He's too much of a legend to, to knock him out there. <laughs> Who do you got for your bench? All right. So for my bench at guard, he's he's the king of Canada. We love this man. He goes by the name of Biebs. I'm going with <laughs> Justin Bieber. Love it. At, for, at guard as well, this man hustled people in basketball games. At one point, he was a vampire. I still don't know if he is, but I'm going with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Let's see. At guard... Oh, God, this man is – it's hard to give this man an introduction, but uh, he's good at basketball. He's done things in the past that you probably don't want to mention, but I'm going with Chris Brown. Oh, yikes. But good at, for, at forward, this man's, this man's one of the goats. He saved us from an alien invasion back in the 90s. Uh, he's the fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm going with <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> And and at center, I had a, I had him as well, just like you did. He's on my bench instead of starting lineup. Again, got to go with another WWE superstar. This man built like a rock. I'm going with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Wow, the Rock off the bench, the superstar coming uh, coming off the bench. I like it. I have to go. I had to go small ball, dude. This was tough too because I'm like looking at these. The, my celebrities heights they're all just like six feet tall like i know six, yeah I, I definitely was like i was my center was only six five so i was like yeah i guess this is the it's the small ball era and the yeah you're at a 100 just, celebrity all-star game and i got yeah i had to put i had to put the big show in there as an anchor man you can't get through the paint with that guy just sitting there i noticed yours has some uh you had kind of some of the typical celebrity like bieber's been in a couple all-star games he's like he's mm-hmm. actually good we were just a kevin hart short of uh of really kind of making it typical for them. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, I mean, he's retired now. You can't really bring him back. Yeah. True. And true. now it's a, it's a different era. I mean, yesterday, Quavo, that two on two game with Quavo and Jack Harlow. Yeah. Versus Lil Baby and two chains. I mean, Quavo got some defense. He's got some defensive skills. <laughs> well, now I guess we'll just have to have Alex Crescenti come in to replace, uh, replace Kevin Hart. He's going to be so happy that you mentioned him on this. The most famous man in the Spokane news industry. (laughs) All right. So for the next event at the all-star weekend, typically we'd have the dunk contest. So uh, since Padilla and I both cannot dunk unless the rims are lowered, what we're going to be giving (laughs) you guys this week is uh, we're kind of going to put a food twist on this and Padilla and I are going to give you our top three dunkable foods. And then, you know, our preferred dip for those foods. So, Padilla, give me uh, give me one of your top three. Let's hear some of your favorite dunkable foods. So, one of my top three, this is an OG. I don't know very many people that actually would hate on this. If they do, you're a fucking psychopath. 
but I'm going with chicken strips. Oh, okay, nice. With with the honey mustard on the side. Okay, I like it. My, I'll I'll give mine because almost the exact same. I went with uh, chicken nuggets, and I think my dip and sauce would, would probably be the Chick Fil A sauce, just because I feel like it's perfect for nuggets. But that's kind of like a honey mustardy. It's like a mustard yeah. and barbecue blend. I think in, is what in it a is. way, yeah. So, are you like? are you more of a nuggets guy than you are a strip? I think I like the nuggets more. Cause I like the, the one bite kind of thing, you know, one okay. or two bites instead of like the big strip, especially yeah. if you've got like those little to go sauce containers, sometimes it gets hard to dip a really thick strip into those like smaller. Uh... That's true. That's I'm a true, nuggets yeah. guy. What can I say? Yeah. Denver. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll give, I'll give you my second since we just did our, we both just did our first there. Uh, I'm kind of going a little outside the box on some of these. So for my second one, uh, a big favorite dunking food of mine is dumplings. Ooh, I've never actually had dumplings before. Oh, wow. Okay. So when next time you're up here, we, we got to hit like dough zone or something like that. Cause they just got all the different kinds of dumplings. You dunk them in like, you know, you got your soy sauce and your, you know, chili oil and stuff like that that you put in there and they're just, they're so good. Ooh, that's a, that sounds pretty good. Nothing better than a pork dumpling. <laughs> All right. So for my second dunkable food, this one, I've had it one time and just fell in love with it ever since. Anywhere I go that this is on the appetizer menu, I will get. Um, but I'm going with cheese curds. Okay. With, with I mean, in at Buffalo Wild Wings, they do give a Southwest Ranch. So I that's kind of my go-to sauce. But also... There's a little, there's a little, um, there's a little secret to the cheese curds and you can dunk them in caramel. Oh, wow. So you kind of get yeah. that like sweeter feel. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, I guess like the dude told me like, I think in like Germany, obviously like, like cheese, like so, something about like cheese being dunked with caramel and stuff like that is like something going on over there. I don't know what the hell the guy was talking about, but Hey, wow. he, he hooked me, he hooked me on it and it's good. I could see that because on like charcuterie boards I've had before, they've got, you'll have like your cheese and then they'll have kind of like sweeter, like jellies or like honey, things like yeah. that. So I feel like like honey would be a really similar comp to the caramel. And yeah. it's, it's really good. Like that kind of cheese flavor with them, with them sweet in there is delicious. Yeah. I was like, this guy told me this. I'm like, damn, you must be high when you're here at work or something but yeah where oh, were, yeah. that was at buffalo wild wings that someone told buffalo you that wild wings that yeah. yeah you you'd expect that from like a fancy establishment not your local <laughs> buffalo wild wings <laughs> i did see b dubs is uh is bringing in some like truffle uh hot wings or something that are available yeah. now limited time so maybe I they're honestly, trying to class the joint up a little bit yeah dude i honestly was thinking about getting some wings from there today but i was like you know what i don't really want to leave my apartment i don't want to go through all that hassle but Damn, they yeah. don't have them on delivery near you for like, they Uber do, Eats but it's just like the delivery fee is like five bucks, and I'm just like, man, yeah, you got to get that know. dash pass, get the free delivery. I know, right, dude? It came well, I have it because it came with my credit card, and uh, I like am a pretty firm believer in like those credit card bonus points things working because I would have literally never used DoorDash, and this made me sign up for it because it was free delivery and now i like pretty exclusively use doordash so you got me hooked chase uh chase sapphire well done oh yeah dude with the little i click everything dude fanatics starbucks oh yeah those two the the deals yep yep 
10 cent 10 percent off at starbucks it's like all right <laughs> save me 40 cents right there <laughs> okay uh what do you let's see so you just did your second or was that yeah that was my second okay okay so give me give me your third so my third this is this isn't your normal like dunkable foods but it's I think it's it's huge now. I think like a lot of people are in love with this, but I'm going with Bidia tacos with consomme. So have you seen those tacos that you can dunk into like it's kind of like a broth? No. So it's like it's like similar. So it's almost like well, it's not the same, but it's like a French dip. You obviously have the au jus or whatever it's called. Yeah. And you just dunk it in that. But these are uh these are tacos with cheese <clears throat> and they put uh bedia which is like the type of the style of meat in the middle and basically just heat it up on both sides kind of turn it into like a quesadilla taco and then you got the broth like the juices that you like cook the meat in yeah and you just dunk it in there wow i'm looking at this right now and these look fire yeah dude it's it it will change your life man they are amazing dude that's pretty funny so we actually went very similar direction on this because I, you actually mentioned what I was going to say for my third one, when oh, okay. bringing these up, but I was like, oh, I'm going to go out of the box a little bit and go with like just an Aju dip sandwich as my third one. Um, like I'm big on the, you know, the, like the prime rib or like steak dip sandwiches, anything like that, where you've got, like you were saying, the little cup of like the, you know, the juices from the meat that you dip the yeah. sandwich in is always so good. Yeah. Cause I mean, when you think of dunkable foods, you obviously think of like, bite size type type deal you don't think yeah. of like an actual sandwich or like a taco or anything like that but i mean yeah I'd like some of my backups were like mozzarella sticks was like one of the first things that came to mind uh but yeah i was like man i gotta get the sandwich type of thing in here but those tacos yeah. sound great oh yeah dude i i do recommend if you can find those i'm sure you can find them somewhere in seattle but if you do oh that's you'll fall in love that's going to be next on my list of, uh, of things to try for sure. All right. So what were your three? Let's so I got, this thing up. so I got chicken strips with honey mustard. I got cheese curds with Southwest ranch or caramel. And then I got Bidia tacos with consomme. Okay. And I got uh, chicken nuggets with Chick-fil-A sauce dumplings with the, uh, chili pepper or the chili oil. And then Aju dip sandwiches with the Aju dip sauce pretty great now, dunk I'm contest just, right yeah there. i'm just hungry now i know man it's, it's getting close <laughs> to dinner time here as we record this on a sunday afternoon but might have to dip into the snacks early tonight <laughs> okay everyone so next on our list is the uh skills challenge for all-star weekend so a couple skills that as you know as a couple guys in our 20s um some pretty important skills that we have to deal with on a weekend kind of basis every weekdays kind of every once in a while but day drinking is always a really important skill for the for the post-college life whether it's you know hitting brunches or hitting happy hours that turn into kind of long extended affairs um it's just you got to be able to know how to day drink so what me and Padilla are going to give you guys is a couple of the important skills that we think uh, a person needs to to have to be able to kind of survive a day of day drinking so Padilla Give me, give me something that you kind of, that you use when you're trying to survive a day of day drinking. So, so for me, I like, I was kind of thinking about this. I'm just like, I got to think like, is this, is this college day drinking or is this now out of college, like post-college day drinking? So I'm thinking it's just like 
if you're hanging out with friends or if you're at a restaurant, two completely different things. But one skill, one skill I feel like you need is you just need to be smart about the types of alcohol you're drinking. Yep. And uh, basically make sure you get something that has, that will give you a little bit of energy. So, I mean, if you're just going straight to the hard day, make sure you got Red Bull, use it as mixer or just have it just there. So that by the time you start kind of, kind of getting a little tired. Cause I know when you're drinking beer and you drink enough, you kind of, you kind of start to get slumped a little bit, but I mean, you yeah. drink that Red Bull, you drink that Red Bull or make a mixer with it. Oh, you're back up and you're, you're grooving, man. That's a, that's a smart move. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, that was kind of one of the things that I was looking at too, was like the product that you're drinking is very important because yeah, if you're, if you know, you're about to have a day full of drink, day drinking and you're like, I'm going to just like start blasting shots to start the day off. It's going to, it's going to be a rough one for you. You got to, got to, you got to work in, you know, some lighter things, whether it's, you know, beers or I'm big on the seltzer game when I'm day drinking, like those feel like something you can just kind of drink all day. So it definitely gets tough if you're starting off with mixed drinks. Oh, for real. What's right, one well, thing that you got? So, so I was with you there, uh, on, on like what you drink is pretty important. Um, I kind of, I've got the, I kind of got the three P's of, of the, the, the day drinking skills challenges. So one of mine was product. So I agree with you there, but the next one of my three P's and probably the first one I think is preparation. I think that before a day of day drinking, you always got to like, make sure you eat something of substance beforehand. So like whether it's a sandwich, just something kind of heavy on the carbs, but not something that's going to make you super, super full. Because like for me, I feel like on a day of day drinking, like I don't eat the entire day. It's like if I do eat, it's when you like get home that night and you get drunk and Uber eats. Yeah, I that's kind of the same route I was going because you got to think you got to basically when you're about to day drink, you obviously got to figure out where you're going to be doing it if you're at a restaurant. Make sure you're getting appetizers during everything. Just make sure you're getting little snacks little in there. Little snacks here and there. Just so that you're kind of just dabbling in maybe some cheese curds, maybe some mozzarella sticks, who knows. Uh, but yeah, just make sure you, you eat food. Because I mean, it just kind of depends on the kind of route you want to go. I mean, if you want to get completely hammered, yeah, don't eat anything. Just drink yeah. all day. <laughs> Empty stuff for sure. But if you, but if you want to last all day, like, I mean, yeah, you got to get, you got to fit some food in there. But yeah, like you said, preparation, like one of my things I got is make sure you have Gatorade, uh, Pedialyte, Powerade or whatever bought before you start drinking. So that the next morning when the hangover is killing you, you got some electrolytes. So preparation for you also includes the recovery aspect of it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. We kind of talked about this on the last pod, but like, like you're saying, like, you know, you always have the Gatorades or the electrolytes to kind of for the recover the next day. I'm big on the try and leave the Advil out somewhere where your drunken self will see it when you get home. So you just like kind of get in the, in the mode of taking it. I always kind of leave it on the bathroom counter. Always helps the next morning. Okay. Uh, give me another thing that you got. I think I've got like one more kind of important one for you, but I think so this one, it's not so much just a skill, but it's something that you need when you're day drinking. It's something that will either make, the day drinking experience fun or it's going to suck. And that is the people that you're doing it with and music. So, so those are like my, those are my big things when it comes to day drinking. If you got, if you have your people there, you're drinking, having a good time, the vibes are going to be amazing. 
who's ever on the aux cord has to be playing good music, kind of liven it up. Cause I mean, if you're playing some depressing slow ass songs or whatever, or some, some techno, I don't know what, whoever's on the aux cord, you got to play some. Oh, but he's you're hitting on the EDM stuff now. Yeah. You? Like wow. all that kind of stuff. Like I need something with words. I need something that's going to make everybody sing. Like everybody sing along to like an old song, a throwback or something. Like it just comes down to the people that you have and the music is what's, can really kill or make the vibe yeah people music and sunshine is always a big uh big day drinking vibes type of thing like you got to have those aspects and it's gonna be a good day all right i like that one i didn't even think about uh i didn't really even think about the atmosphere but that's a good call uh so for one of my other ones another p i've got here and that's pace padilla you gotta learn how to pace yourself when you're day drinking especially earlier on in the day um because if you're just like slamming if you're like going into this and you're like i'm just gonna start like slamming as much white claws i can for the next hour but and so you're then you're already way drunker than everyone else and the next thing you know your buddy's over there trying to get you to play rage cage and now they're trying to get on that level but you're already on that level you're just gonna set yourself up for failure so pace is really really <clears throat> a really important skill when you're day drinking that yeah that's yeah that's that's smart because i mean like i said like i said earlier man if you're you just want to get hammered yeah just keep drinking do whatever you want if you want to last all day then you got to think of these kinds of things but i think it's funny that we're talking about these skills that you need in order to survive day drinking when we don't even take these tips ourselves like yeah to be honest when we're in the middle of of it we start kind of ignoring those tips oh yeah like i'm like i'm talking about like i'm going off about oh the atmosphere the music whenever we get together with our friends, we're probably two of the drunkest ones there. And <laughs> they're just looking at us like idiots. And so just sitting on like at someone's random yeah. couch, not even a great atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That does tend to happen. But for the, for the people out there that want to go in with the plan and not be like us, it's, it's the three P's man. It's preparation, pace and product. That's what I'm, that's what I'm bringing for the yeah. skills challenge today. And sometimes the bonus P you need those PEDs. You need something to kind of, to jolt your jolt your spirits yeah and i mean though i mean the weather's kind of been a little off and on but there's some days where it's starting to get super nice out so the day drinking may start soon i think we're get, i think we're getting there i feel like in washington we always kind of have those like those sunny days in like the late february early march that like almost trick you into thinking that spring's here and then you get a really rainy march for another month and then april rolls around and it's like all right we're at the we're at the finish line here summer's about to oh, kick yeah. off that was definitely that was definitely us in college i mean after the snow would go away in pullman like w- the first the first sunny, sunny day, day it's just everybody's out in tank tops shorts it's like 50 degrees out too like yeah. it's not even it's not even great but you got everybody's just vibing everybody's out on the front yard on their decks blaring music like as, as long as you're able to have all that and nice weather, dude, you can, you can make it all day, but first sunny you, day in Pullman was always like, a, it was a top five, uh, like, you know, kind of road floating calendar event for the year, for the entire school Oh yeah, year. Like for you sure. knew in that day, everyone knew when the day was there, like the best was when it would fall on like, you know, like a Friday or something like that. But he, like, it d- didn't matter what day of the week it was. Like it could hit on a, on a Tuesday and everyone would just be would be going ham. All right, listeners. So the final uh, piece of our all-star weekend we've got for you guys is our starting lineups. And, you know, th- this is kind of the, 
the final moment and the the best part about the all-star weekend you got your best players that are on the court um and you're getting to see them compete so what me and Padilla got for you guys today is we're going to give you our starting lineup of breakfast foods so we're going to kind of give you guys our top five uh breakfast meals that that are always our go-tos so Padilla give me your give me one of your top five breakfast meals so one of my top five breakfast meals isn't exactly a meal it's just more of like a side these are things like when it comes to breakfast you have to have these i mean or you have to love them basically like because you can't eat these things really by themselves i mean you can but i don't but i kind of go with my with my uh one of my breakfast foods i just put breakfast sides in general so like eggs hash brown bacon like sausage just like the whole the whole shebang yeah just having those having those on a breakfast platter just make it make the food even better too like i wouldn't exactly be like oh yeah i love eggs like by themselves like i have to eat these things like during breakfast with something else i can't just eat these things by themselves and i think that's why these are like big for me they're like super important i like it i guess i'll give kind of my one of my more like one of these on my list was kind of one of a more vague one. So I'll go with that one because I feel like it's kind of similar and it could also be a side. So maybe it does kind of fall into that category, but I went with just a classic stack of like diner style pancakes. So like your IHOPs, your Denny's, your, you know, classic diner breakfast spot where you just get the big stack of fluffy pancakes. I feel like you really can't go wrong with those. And like, especially for like some late night food, there's nothing better than a stack of hotcakes. Yeah. And I mean, and pancakes too, man, you, you can't mess those up. No. Like you can't mess those up at all. I feel like unless you're cooking them at home, I just, I can never make yeah. pancakes at home as good as they do in like places like IHOP and whatnot. Oh yeah. They got, cause, uh, cause at IHOP or Denny's man, they're cooking it on the griddle. They got, you got a little bit of sausage juice in there. Yeah. Some bacon juice, like they're just, just so in the pancake. Fluffy. Yeah. They got it all. That's a good time. one though. That's a good one. All right. What do you got? What's your next one? So my next one, um, my favorite breakfast food of all time. Uh, so you, you can't really mess this up either. I haven't had a bad, a bad um, breakfast with these anywhere. So I, I feel like you can't really mess these up, but I got to go with biscuits and gravy. Oh, nice. Okay. That was one of mine too, was biscuits and gravy. I feel like is always good. Do you, have you ever had biscuits and gravy like with like a poached egg on the top? I have not dude that's an absolute game changer you kind of get the like the yolk in there and whatnot it's so good on a on a thing of biscuits and gravy there's a there's a place in like shoreline i think it's like a little bit north of seattle yeah it's like a mexican restaurant i forgot what it's called but they had biscuits and gravy there for breakfast but they had chorizo biscuits oh, and gravy. so awesome. it was like it was spicy and everything yeah. oh dude Dude, that reminds me of like think the stuff we got at Biscuit Bitch that one day in Seattle. Oh, (laughs) that place was messing with our stomachs. (laughs) Dude, I think one of the best biscuits and gravy I've ever had is from uh, Mylena's over in Moscow. Have Have you been to that spot? I don't think so. It's like a it's like an Italian it's like a pizza place, but they have like they have a really good brunch menu that I feel like is kind of underrated, and they had like some super super good biscuits and gravy there and uh, dude i don't know if it's just me but i feel like restaurants like that that don't normally serve breakfast but have like a breakfast menu like on sundays yeah like are always good like for some reason like oh for sure 
Yeah, I just feel like they're always, like you said, they're very underrated, like, because no one knows about it. But yeah, I feel like those places always have bomb breakfast. Definitely a hidden gem on the Palouse, that's for sure. Okay, uh, three left. Give me your third one. So for my third one, I feel like this is the most underrated breakfast dish. Like, when you think of breakfast, this is something that, yeah, if you if you have if you have time on your hands, yeah, you can go ahead and make this or whatever. But I don't feel like people ultimately be like, oh, we want breakfast and we want this. Like it's something you have to put a little bit of time into. But I'm going with French toast. Oh, interesting. Okay. Cause I'm I love pancakes, but I'm not a big fan of pancakes. But French toast, man. Oh. So Dude, you, you would really like uh, Portage Bay, the restaurant. Have you been? Have you been there? It's like I think it's kind of like a chain up in Seattle area. I I think so. I'm not. They've got sure. like a French toast. Uh, it's like a French toast bar. Almost like actually, who oh, knows wow. if this is something that even survived COVID? But it was kind of like a salad bar, but it was like all these like crazy toppings. So you'd get your you know hot French toast, and you go up there and you could put on like your whipped creams and your berries and your you know, various like flavored syrups and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty solid. That's always good too, dude, to have like, like for pancakes or French toast, yeah. you have just a little assortment of things that you can throw on. Like that's always amazing. Yeah. That is always solid. Okay. So that's your, that's your number one go-to. Uh, no, that's my, that's my like underrated one. Underrated. Like, okay. Yeah. Underrated. All right. I'm going to give, I feel like this one, I don't know if this is underrated because I this is probably one of my this I'd say this is probably like my second favorite kind of go to breakfast brunch type of food but I've got to go with chicken and waffles on this one um, I feel like it's kind of underrated because a lot of places just don't do it because you have to like be at a place that has fried chicken but like man it, a really good thing of chicken and waffles and especially if they put gravy on it is just like the biscuits and gravy gravy is just the absolute best dude yeah and. I feel like with that, the waffle and the chicken have to be perfect though, right? To yep. make it actually good. Like, I mean, one can't be good and the other kind of be just kind of meh. Like they both have to be on the same level to make that actual breakfast pretty good. I'm guessing. I don't think so. you'd want to have it from like an IHOP. You, you got to no. go to like a legit spot somewhere yeah. that's known for it. I haven't had, I haven't had chicken waffles in a long time. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a fan favorite for me, for sure. All right, we got two left. All right, so for my next one, this one's just kind of just a standard one. Just It's been around forever. You can't really go wrong with this one. I'm going with steak and eggs. Oh, oh I totally forgot about steak and eggs. You can never go wrong with a good steak and a side of eggs, man. Yeah. That's just one of the best breakfasts out there. I always love, uh, like... Whenever, if I'm ever in the mood for an omelet, I feel like I'm scouring the menu for an omelet that has steak in it. Like any of oh, those yep. are always so good. Always go. Yeah. Always go with an omelet that's just got meat in it. I can't do just the veggies. And oh yeah. No way. I got to do, I got to add the onions, the peppers, the mushrooms, the steak or whatever. Like, oh damn, this made me that. forget about chicken fried steak too. I just, I like that just came back in my mind after you're talking about steak and eggs. That's always a good one. It's like some, some places, God, they're just like the fattest piece of meat you've ever seen. Oh dude. Yeah. It basically takes up the whole, the whole plate. I feel like that's it's, like IHOPs is enormous. Oh yeah. IHOP for some, yeah, I don't know what it is with IHOP. They love to just throw big old things on a plate and just kind of cover it. 
That's so great. Yeah. What do you got for your next one? So this one, I feel like this is kind of my, if it, sometimes if they have like one at a restaurant, I'll get it if it looks really good. But this is a very common, like on the go type of breakfast food, or this is probably one of the best things you can get as takeout right now um, with places like not doing dine-in because it, it, you know, it reheats well, it survives the car ride well, things like that. So the breakfast burrito for me is a huge like has to be in the starting five lineup for breakfast foods. I mean, some sausage, eggs, potato, avocado are just so good in a breakfast burrito. Or like chorizo is also super solid in there. And I went the same route, man. Breakfast burrito always comes in clutch, man. And it's, they're always huge too. They're massive. Yeah. Like you never, whenever you get a breakfast burrito from somewhere, they're never just like super small or whatever. You, you can at least eat half of it and then, save the other half for later when you get hungry again. But yeah, dude, can never go wrong with the breakfast burrito, especially when you got put some salsa on there, make oh, it a little yeah. spicy. Oh yeah. Sour some cream. Pot- some potatoes inside of it too. Oh, it's just, yeah, that, it's that's one, a big time hangover cure for me. Yeah. The breakfast burrito getting that from somewhere. Very underrated, uh, like fast food breakfast burrito. Sonic has some of the best breakfast burritos I've ever had. Oh, I don't know why, okay. but they're, they've got like these ones that have like jalapenos in them and hash browns and they're amazing. That, sound, that sounds bomb. And McDonald's breakfast burritos are ass. They're terrible. Yeah, the, the, they're awful. Those ones that are like the two little mini ones. Yeah, I actually had too. Yeah, I actually had a Jack in the Box breakfast burrito today. Oh, Jack in the Box good. does have good breakfast burritos. Yeah, they, they got some bomb ones. Whatever that one is, it has like that. They've got some sauce in it that makes it really. I feel like it's like a chipotle sauce or something like that. But it might be. That's usually that's usually what comes with like burritos too. Because like yeah, I've been on a huge burrito kick lately. So California burrito, yep. wherever I can get it, I'll get one. Yeah, if you got that chipotle sauce on there, dude, oh, so good. Did you say you had one this morning on your way back? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's funny. I, I think the last time I had Jack in the Box was the drive back from a weekend in Portland. Like oh, a hungover geez. Sunday morning yeah. for like it, there was like a, a Jack in the box, like, you know, just outside of the Vancouver Camus area. Oh yeah. Coming through Longview. Dude. With Jack probably in the hit box, the same one. Yeah, probably dude. With Jack in the box too, for the listeners out there, they're egg rolls, man. I fuck with their egg rolls. Oh, so they're good. I wasn't sure what direction oh, you were going to go. There. Oh yeah. Uh, Richter's was actually the one that put <laughs> me on it. He was like, he talked about how good these egg rolls were, all this stuff with the sweet and sour. I'm just like, first of all, Jack in the Box, they were selling teriyaki bowls too. Dude, so yeah, like, I was going to say, I've had the teriyaki bowl from there. I'm just like, they don't, they have no idea what they're even doing. So I'm just like, one day I'm just like, whatever, I'll get the egg rolls. Dude, life change. They're so good. So good. They're doing a little bit of everything. I feel like Jack in the Box is like the, it's like just totally run by stoners. I feel like it's almost like, Jack in the box is like the fast food version of Trader Joe's where the things they make (laughs) are just totally run by stoners who are like, wow, this would be really good. But then Trader Joe's has like sober people that vet their decisions and are like, eh, maybe that one doesn't make the cut. Jack in the box doesn't have that. They just let whatever the like drunk high people think of and they throw it on the menu. Which is, which is super crazy because you got to think about like all this stuff that comes out in fast food restaurants. Who the hell decides this? Like, I'm sure Jack or whoever the the real person that invented Jack in the box just has probably just a bunch of, like you said, a bunch of stoners in a room 
just coming up oh what would you want to put on a burger yeah what would you like what would you wreck your inside yeah. with because <laughs> right now i guess they have loaded mini tacos like who the <laughs> oh, hell thinks right. of that like what the <laughs> hell it's basically just like nachos but like a double layer on them i guess yeah yeah they're onto something over there all right um did you give all five or do you have one left yeah so i so you were you brought up breakfast burrito and that was my that fit, was your, so okay yeah so you got one more all right so my last one this is my this is my all-time favorite uh brunch dish this like every time i go somewhere for brunch and this is on the menu it's always like okay i'm deciding between this and something else but i gotta go with eggs benny um Oof. whether it's just like the classic or in Seattle, there's tons of places that do like salmon eggs. Bennies are always really good. Uh, I've had some that are like chorizo eggs. Bennies. Um, the classic's great too, but I love when they like, if you can get it, I think that one of the best ones I've ever had was like a fried chicken eggs, Benny. And instead of an English muffin, it was like, it was basically like chicken and waffles, but a Benny. And it was like, it was incredible. Oh, wow. It was a little mini waffle little piece of fried chicken and then the Benny stuff on top. And it was that's, fire. Dude, that's funny. Yeah. Cause you're actually one that put that put me on, on eggs, Benny. I've never had it before. And you're in love with that dish. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. When I, if they, if it's on the menu, you order it basically every time, but dude, yeah, I had, I was just like, you know what? I'll give it a try. There's a little place here in, in Olympia, like right on the water. And they had crab, crab eggs Ooh, crab ones are solid too and oh my god dude they were so good eggs benny is like the one downside with is it's one of those ones that you just can't really do to go like i've never yeah. had i've never had a good like uber eats eggs benny because it just like when the egg isn't perfect then it's just not the same if it's so just then, in a car for 15 minutes so then this is here's my question for that it's like i don't have eggs benny that often but can you mess up eggs benny like Oh yeah. I think you could. Yeah. I mean, I, like you could, if you, like, if you overcook the egg, I feel like that's big because one of the, the like most important parts about the Benny is the poached egg. So if it isn't like runny and it's like overcooked, then it's, I feel like that could kind of ruin it. Okay. I think that's probably the only way though. I mean, besides that, unless you're someone who's getting those like vegetarian eggs, Benny's that are like oh, what the an hell English are muffin and a slice of tomato or something. That's kind of weird. Oh, too get out of here that's a thing oh yeah they've got the vegetarian ones for sure oh my well yeah i'm sure they, they got vegetarian everything but yeah what the hell? like i don't know why they do that though but there's like i love when uh i think it is it's portage bay which is what i brought up earlier for you too but they have like a a benny trio there so instead of instead of like a typical eggs benny is you know like your two halves two eggs then the side of like you know hash browns or something this one they give you they have three different bennies there. So they give you one of each Benny and then no hash browns. And it's like, okay, this is, this is pretty perfect. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. This, this breakfast dunkable food, all this stuff just got me hungry. Yep. It's uh, I'm glad that we're, that the pod's coming to an end here. Cause I'm about to go make some snacks. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that uh, after this pod that you are somewhere near a refrigerator or have access to food because I'm sure you just like us are starving after hearing all of these top dunkable foods, top breakfast foods, things like that. I know I'm starving. How about you, Padilla? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my list right now of all this food. I'm kind of just like, do I want some of these right now? But Hey, I 
gonna try to be smart, not spend some money, but we'll see what I got in the kitchen right now. About uh, about time to hit stop recording and then start scrolling through some Uber Eats, some DoorDash, get find something good to get for dinner. <laughs> All right, see you everyone. Later.